This episode of the Author Revolution podcast is sponsored by the Windhaven Witches. Nestled in the woods of Windhaven, Massachusetts, Blackwood Manor waits to unleash a dark and deadly legacy. When Autumn Blackwood shows up at Windhaven Academy, she hopes to find out what dormant powers she possesses in order to have been accepted to the elite supernatural school. Instead, an accident brings her face to face with a deadly legacy that could either save or doom them all. Fans of Kelly Armstrong, Joe Hill, and Jennifer Armentrout will love this supernatural ghost series. Head over to your favorite bookstore site now to pre-order the haunting first book, Secret Legacy, available September 15th, 2020. From your experience, do they know the term rapid releasing, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I think they do. I think they do. You know, I mean, the the people that I worked for that actually like pre-put out their dates and stick to them and and things like that do tend to make more money than the ones that are just winging them out there. I'm Carissa Andrews, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Being an authorpreneur can be challenging, especially when you're managing the life of a rapid release author without any backup. It's like being a single parent and raising a ton of kids all on your own. Just as an example, for today, I'm actively marketing Secret Legacy. Soul Legacy has been sent to the editor. Haunted Legacy is literally wrapping up its final chapter today, and I start Cursed Legacy tomorrow. Plus, this morning, I've been in talks with my newly hired cover designer, who's going to be working on all of the Diana Hawthorne series covers for me about what I want Diana and her series to actually look like. So basically, I'm already working into 2021. It's intense. Every one of those books are in different phases of their creation, much like kids who are in different phases of development. At a certain point, they do all grow up and eventually move out. But until then, life is in perpetual chaos. So what if I told you you don't have to do all this sort of stuff alone. Would you jump at the opportunity or would you ask me what the catch is? A couple of years ago, I can say with absolute certainty that I never saw myself hiring an editor, a cover designer, or a personal assistant. It just seemed too far out of my reach and my budget. Now I've got all three under my belt and I've been working with my PA, Jenny, for almost a year. In fact, it'll be a year next week. As I've gone forward and as I've been working with her, I can't imagine my author life without her. She's not only helped me increase my writing and publishing speed, but she's been a springboard for ideas, the originator of some incredible marketing plans that are actually helping me get my books out there, and has truly become more than just a PA. She's actually part of my family. Granted, it does help that she lives in the same small town as me too. So for today's episode, I am bringing Jenny in for a special Author Revolution podcast interview where we talk about all the things personal assistants can do for you and we'll show you what's possible. So that way, if you're ready to ask for help, you know exactly where to look. You ready? Let's get started. So today we have my BFF slash PA, Jenny Bodle. She is here today and she's going to be talking with us about all sorts of things uh, when it comes to (laughs) 
helping us kooky authors kind of deal with the rapid releasing. <laughs> and uh, before we get started, though, I'm going to kind of turn everything over to Jenny and let her tell us a little bit about herself, because I'm sure you as the audience are wondering, who is this lady? What, what's up with her? So Jenny, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, well my name is Jenny, obviously, and um, I'm a stay-at-home worker with, you know, a couple of kids that like to move in and out and a few dogs that like to, like, freak out, and yeah, <laughs> so if you hear those in the background, that's what it is, and my husband, we live in a little bitty town with very few people, and Thank know. goodness for that. Right? Right? <laughs> I love it out here on 60 acres with a little pond in the backyard. It's just beautiful. So, yeah. Awesomeness. So, obviously, you are now a stay-at-home worker that is doing personal assistant work for authors. Yes. So, you do a lot of, like, really cool stuff. So, what, what initially got you interested in books and in being a PA, like, in, in the beginning? What well, do you that's think, two what, different like, questions there. Okay, well, what would you like me to ask then, woman? Okay, first, okay. What, what got you interested in books at first? In books, okay. So, when I was a kid, I was, like, even in the special ed, like, reading classes and stuff, because I couldn't comprehend. I could read all day long, but you asked me anything about it, and I was like, I don't know. You know, I couldn't even tell you what the main character's name was. So, obviously, I graduated high school and all that kind of stuff, and had some kids and of course it was when Twilight came out and they were like mom can we read this and I'm like um you're like 12 I don't know let me break all right I gotta read the stupid books so <laughs> I read them and obviously they could read the I let them read the first three but not the last one not until they were older and yeah I never put them down and apparently the comprehension thing's not an issue anymore so but as far as being a PA that would be because of you <laughs> I didn't oh, yes, even know this job right. really existed until we started chatting to be honest like, and I was so glad because it was so wonderful to be able to like just from a reader perspective go hey would you really be interested in helping an author <laughs> yeah well and I have come to find out since then that that's what a, kind of a lot of the authors do initially that their first PA is usually a fan of their group like one of their wow. top fans that they then okay. train but then they're like I don't have time to hold your hand. So then they hire somebody else who's been there and done that. And, you know, they, they'll still use the, 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 the reader fan, but generally they'd rather be writing than trying to teach you how to do the job, you know? And I sure. totally get that. Yeah. When I came to you and was like, Hey, so have you ever given any thought to this or would you give thought to this? <laughs> what, what was your first thought on that? Where you're like, uh, what? Or were you yeah, like, heck exactly. yes? Or? <laughs> it was like, um, what the heck is that? And what would I need to do? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm game for it, yeah. but cause, cause we were friends and I was doing, I'll help you out. I don't care, you know? And yeah. yeah. So since then, from what you've taught me and other people have taught me, it's pretty intense actually, but it's fun. Right. So did you think that there was this much going on behind the scenes of being an author? You know, I, I didn't really differentiate between indie and traditional at that point you know mm -hmm. to me an author was an author was an author and I didn't realize that how much yeah that traditional authors have done for them versus how much indie authors do for themselves yeah so that was kind of crazy to find out sure yeah. and then you're like wait a minute no wonder you need a PA holy cow well, <laughs> not only that but you know you're selling your books for a quarter of what what they sell it for sometimes Mm -hmm. But yet you're doing three times the work for it. 
it just, it blows my mind. You know I mean? Here are these people who are making millions of dollars off their books. And then you have you guys that are just like, please buy my book, <laughs> you know? And right. Right. So, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It made me rethink the whole thing. So. That's interesting. It's a different perspective for sure, because from the author side, you know, being an indie was just like, it, it was like the most natural step for me just because of the, the control aspect of it and being able to have that creative freedom to pick and choose and to do things the way I mm-hmm. want to have them done. But the workload, like you said, is, is super hard. And when people don't originally know you exist, you, you know, yes. you're having to do a lot of these competitive things, like keep your prices really low, um, you know, trying to get yourself out there and trying to do as much of the um, drum beating, really, honestly, to, to get people right. to notice you. And yeah. that's a lot of the times where the rapid release mindset comes in. It's like the more that you release, the more people know that your books exist, the more right. it's almost that snowball effect. And yep. it's an easier way sometimes than um, advertising because advertising obviously costs money. And so it's, it's like if a lot of these other authors, if they're starting out and they don't have a war chest, like I didn't, I, I mean, I started out where it was like a $25 promo was like, Oh my God, can I afford this? Right. So uh, glad I'm past those days. But at the same time, it's like, I, I get where they're at. And, and like you said, it's like, it's such a juggle to be doing all these things. And I could see why sure. some authors call it quits. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I had one this morning that messaged me was like, I'm done. I'm like, but you're so good. You know, but yeah, yeah. I, I totally get it. I mean, there comes a point where you have to say, am I, is it justifiable? You know, am I making enough money versus what I can afford? So Absolutely. I know that it, there's been a couple of times for myself in the past, even after I finished the Pendamus Chronicles thinking, you know, is this even like doable? Like, what am I doing wrong? And I think a lot of authors feel that way. Like if they're putting their stuff out there and they're not getting the traction that they think that they would have gotten by a certain point, it's very easy to get discouraged. And um, whether they have, and especially if they don't have help, you know right. what I mean? So if they oh, don't yeah. have the support of someone else helping them get their word out or, or even just like you, you, I know we haven't gotten to these questions yet, but you offer a lot of moral support to your authors. And so For sure. not only are we uh, able to lean on you to be able to, you know, focus more on the writing and be able to get our stuff published and out there because of your help, but you're also a really great support system to just be like, Oh my God, I can't do this today. Or you're like, Yep. Get those words in there. I don't care. Just do it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's why you made me freaking, what was it? Um, uh, life coach and cheerleader on my services yep. sheet on my website. Yep. It was freaking hilarious. <laughs> and everybody laughs at it too. So, I mean, it at least helps them realize that it's not, it doesn't have to be all business that it can't, you can't have fun with it too. So heck yes. Well, we're all people. Authors are people. PAs are people. It's like, come on guys, yeah. let's just have some fun. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to chat, you know, and not everybody understands that. Oh yeah. Not, not everybody understands authors or readers. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's like that geek culture in a sense where it's like, if you don't have the the same kind of geeky vibe from someone else, it's like, they just don't get you. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you can have like the greatest lines in a beginning of a book, for instance, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm thinking Wade and Autumn, where it's like they have their kind of geeky conversation. You can tell the people who are not geeky because they're like, I just don't get their, their dynamic. And I'm like, right. And you obviously Kayla's favorite part of the book, right? She's almost, like three quarters of it. And I'm like, can you pull some quotes and stuff out while you're reading it? She's like, yeah, but I'm almost done with it. She's like, the only thing that stands out in my mind is when they meet. I'm like, <laughs> 
course you like that part. Right? And there's so many people who it's like, if, if that's not their thing, they're not going to connect with it. They're not going to think that the, the, you know, the relationship is as cool as it actually is. Right. <laughs> Right. But it's the same thing with authors where it's like, if we don't have someone to talk to who gets us, whether it be from a, a PA or from a husband or a spouse mm-hmm. of some sort, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you, you kind of start feeling like you're going a little nuts. Yeah, I get that. And sometimes yeah. you just need to vent about that spouse or that husband, you know, or, or the kids or whatever. And I'm cool with that too. Cause I have them all, right. you know? <laughs> right. So you're like, I have been there and done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it has been fun learning a lot of the ins and outs. You know, I've learned that I like playing with graphics that I never would have guessed that, you know. I mean, I'm not great. Don't get me wrong. I am not a graphic designer. But I can throw together a pretty cool promo image. I think you've come a long way, especially like when I I think back to like the beginning. And for me, I'm like, hey, man, anything you're doing right now is better than me trying to do it all. And it was like, I didn't, I, I didn't care one way or the other, but you've learned so much. And, and I didn't have the time at that point to be able to like really deliver a lot of graphic design details to you. So every once in a while I'll be like, well, I'd tweak the font a little bit. Yeah. That's what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for but sure. Having those other I've... authors on your, on your roster who have been more picky than me has yes. been helpful because it's, it's up to your game so much that it's like, I haven't had to do anything. You've just gotten better yeah. on your own. Yeah. That was fun. Some of the authors are fun and some of them are just like, and, and I totally get it, you know, and I find that it's easier to just throw something together and show it to them. And then they're like, no, move that up. No, use a different, you know what I mean? Like, as long as yeah. there's a background and some words, they'll tell me what they want. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, and, since then, and everybody's so different. Like one of my authors does not want any weird fonts. You know, you can just put it regular sure. every single time. And she's great. The other one, she wants hers to be more like boxy looking. And, you know, it's, you know, so it's weird. You kind of have to get to know each author to know what they like for their images. So. For sure. Well, and it kind of goes back to the author branding too. Every author is going to have a slightly different um, vibe for their branding. And so they'll want to keep with something that's similar or that will instantly scream that this is my branding. You're going to know it as soon as right. you see it. So, yep. Yep. One of my others is like that too. She even sent me, this is the font that I use, use it unless it looks like crap and then find something else. But if this one works, <laughs> use it. I'm like, all right, I can do that. <laughs> nice. So how many authors do you work with on a continual basis then? Right now, nine which is quite a few, wow. obviously. That is One awesome. of them I just signed this morning. So, I mean, I don't really know what's going to happen there yet. Hopefully, but I've kind of worked with her for a while. She started out for me with, um, all I did was 3D her book images. And she would send me a signed copy of the book whenever it came out. That was how we worked. And I was fine with that because I'm like, cool, I get signed books. And it took nice. me 20, 20 minutes tops, you know. Well, now this has been one, two, three, four, five, six books later. So, you know, if she does every four to six weeks, now she's hired me full time. So some of them I only do like newsletter swaps for, which are not the funnest thing in the world to do. I'll tell you that. But <laughs> you're what I have to say, you're one of my people or I'm one of your people who ask that. <laughs> you are. And I do them happily, but it's not my favorite thing to do. I'll just say that. You know? <laughs> Why do you think you're doing it, Jenny? <laughs> Well, and that's why when Kayla goes on full-time with me, she will be doing them. (laughs) Nice. She's still learning. And the the first few times I did them, I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to get this many people on in this fast. And then all of a sudden you get a big boom of like everybody wanting newsletters at the same time. So 
Yep. It is what it is, but yeah. That is Some of them just do newsletters. Some of them I do everything. I'm basically at their beck and call. I mean, I even have one that I remind them every morning not to drink coffee. Not to drink coffee? Yes. She's trying to quit drinking coffee. I am so sorry for having to give up coffee, whoever this person is, because oh my God. Yeah, no, she's hilarious. Every morning I'm like, no coffee for you. And then she gives me like the frowny face or, but please, you know, just like if I was sitting there, I was like, and I finally told her, I'm like, if I had to see you in person, I would probably totally cave. But because I've never seen your face and I don't have to see you one-on-one, I'm going to tell you no every time. So (laughs) Nice. And you can't hit me from that far away. That's true too. Ooh, yeah. good point. Yeah. <laughs> you could you could do the fake one, the fake slap or something. There's there's probably gifts for that. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I've sent her a few throughout the day. She was whining about it yesterday and I was like, oh, it was it um Kevin Hart one. It says no, 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 hell no, no, just no. <laughs> <laughs> she was in fact she was just laughing about it. I was <laughs> so at least we can joke about it, even though it's kind of a serious thing. <laughs> Sure. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So let me ask you a question then of all those nine authors, how many authors do you work with that actually do a rapid release model or even if it, whether or not it's um, rapid release or they are just rapidly releasing are how many of them actually do that? Um, let's see. Probably, probably about half, I would say, you know, um, But the thing is, is I, I don't know that they would call it rapid releasing. I think they just write a book and put it out and it just happens to be within a, a time frame that is considered rapid releasing. So, so do they not, like, are you saying that they're not putting together a plan for it and they're just releasing right. it whenever? Right. Okay. You know, um, they are also ones that really don't do blog tours or anything like that. They just put it out there. They put ads on it. They um, do promo images and share all over Facebook, that kind of thing. But there's no real plan to it if that makes sense sure now you have it works for some of your authors though because you know yes. you, you have some very successful authors that you're working with yep so it I mean obviously whatever they're doing whether it be just the rapid release method whether they call it that or not or um whatever way that they they started out advertising their their product it's it's worked for them and it's done a really good job of helping them get seen Yes, yes. Um, one thing that I do know that one of them that would, be, would go crazy if she actually called it rapid releasing, but she tends to do a lot of, um, con- not conventions, but like where authors get together and kind of talk about the writing process. And so they, I guess it's an a writer's convention, I guess. But, or conference, so yeah. She, yeah, so she, would go, she goes to like two or three of those a year and just happens to bump elbows with the right people. Mm. So that's kind of how she, so then they get into each other's groups and they, you know, she makes friends with them. So instead of going out and making friends with the fans, she makes friends with other authors to then be promoted in their groups. So well, that, it, that makes sense in a certain um, degree anyway, because now you're tapping into their audience, right. they're tapping into yours. So it's kind of a, a win. And it's a lot easier than trying to tap into every single fan versus right. you know I mean she's great in her similar. groups don't get me wrong she she definitely interacts with her her fans and she answers any questions that anybody posts or anything like that but she doesn't go out there looking for more people for her groups she goes out there to 
just hang out, I guess. I, I don't know how else to put it with that, you know. Sure. She doesn't really do takeovers or anything like that because she has anxiety, but <laughs> yep, <laughs> which a lot yep. of, I'm finding a lot of Oof. authors do. Have, I have anxiety about those author takeovers. Are you kidding me? They uh, are like, oh. Yeah. Crazy. There's a... um a group chat that I'm in that we're, we're all like anti takeovers. <laughs> because, I mean, it is, a, it is a lot of work for you guys, but in the same, okay. So you guys go in and post, we're already making the, the promo images and that kind of thing. So then say you go into a group that has 10,000 people and 500 people comment and you have to pick a winner. Yeah. One winner. That means you have to go in and either write all these names down or put them in a random. That's a lot of freaking names to put in a random selector. <laughs> just is. saying. It takes forever. Yeah. So. What you do is you just scroll like a, a Yahtzee thing or something and then just I pick have, one. <laughs> I have done that, to be honest, because it just got yeah, so overwhelming. Like she did like, one of my authors did like five giveaways. And all wow. of them, it was, a, yeah, and it was a, with a group that had over 10,000 you know, people in it. So there was like hundreds and hundreds of comments. And I'm like, I just can't do it. You're winning. You're winning. You're winning. <laughs> Turn into Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. Yes. That's what it felt like. I'm like, I, I can't. I just can't do it. So That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I do try to make it fair. Like if I, if I do takeovers and things like that, and I am picking winners, if there's only say like 10 people participating, I make sure that all of them get something, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I'm not going to say, Oh, okay. I'm not going to do the random selector. I'm going to go, well, these three people did it on this one, five people did it on this one. So these two over here that didn't are going to win this one. You know, I try to make it fair. Sure. That's awesome. But, yeah. So in your experience then, um, working with so many authors, who do you think, or what do you think, I guess, is really the difference between the people who rapid release, whether they realize it is rapid releasing mm -hmm. or not, and those who don't? Like, what do you think the main core difference is? Mm, I don't know. I just, mentality is the big thing, I think. You know, a lot of people don't want to be pressured into that, I have to have it done in this amount of time, you know? So they're afraid of deadlines? Oh, for sure. And those are yeah. mostly my anxiety people. You know, they, they'll write all day long and they may get a book ready and they'll send it off to edits and this, that, and the other, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come out in three months or five months or six months. It just depends on when they get done writing. And those are sure. also people that write by the seat of their pants too. There's no outlines. There's no nothing. Okay. So that, you know, I mean, so they just yeah, so they just sit down and they write, and when the book is done, it's done. There's no... See, now that would give me anxiety. <laughs> right? But, you know, I would be like, is it right? I don't know if it's right. Did I have a plot in this thing? I don't know if I do. <laughs> right? I, I, I don't understand how they do it, but I mean, the, the stuff comes out amazing, and one of them even said, I asked her finally, after I had helped her put out like three or four books, I'm like, do you have an outline? Because I'd never heard her say, oh, I got to sit down and make an outline now. You know, I just hear, oh, I got to write today. So I finally asked her and she says, do you think it would be this funny if I did it with an outline? I'm like, well, maybe, <laughs> you know, she's Why like, not? because she just goes where the book takes her. Okay. So I see that. I, I, it's weird for me to me. I need to at least know what's going on, you know, basic, mm -hmm. even if it's just this, you know, three, here's my intro. This is what's going to happen. And here's how I want to end it. But yep. Yeah. Yeah, if I didn't have those, I think it 
I, when I first wrote Pandamus, it, I, I wrote by the seat of my pants and it took me forever to realize what the plot was to begin mm-hmm. with and then to know whether or not it resolved anything and then to know whether or not I did it accurately is like I, I revised that thing a couple of times just because it was like I was trying to figure out what is a story arc, you know, right. <laughs> as an author. Right. It's easy to get lost in the words. I bet. I bet that's why I could never do the actual writing part. I can I can read it and tell you where you messed up and what to add and 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 how I would like to see it go, but I yeah. could never put the words down on paper. Never say so. never, Jenny. I'm just saying someday you might. <laughs> no. No, I have no want there. I'll stay on this side and I'll make sure your guys' books get out there and yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll stick to my side. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. Do you think having someone uh, like you, obviously a PA or someone who, e- even if they don't call it a PA, just someone who is able to be there and to support them is beneficial to the authors who want to actually increase their publishing speed? Like th- maybe they're not calling it rapid release. Maybe they are just calling it, you know, I just want to get more books out. Do you think it's beneficial to them to have someone like you in the background helping with certain aspects? Sure. I mean, if you don't have to think about doing the promo images and doing the newsletter swaps and, and all this other stuff, you do have more time to put towards your writing. You know, if we're setting up your blog tours, if we're uh, pulling, even pulling out all your, your, your little quotes and blurbs and, and all that kind of stuff, that is one less thing that you have to think about. So, yeah. And Absolutely. For me, I'm over here going, okay, how many words have you written today? So I'm keeping you on time too, so. <laughs> right? And that kind of goes right along with the question I was going to ask next. What kind of things do you do to help keep authors focused on their writing? Yeah, I so, yell at them. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Although you haven't actually, had to yell at me lately, so that's been not nice. lately. There was, there was a while back where you it was like, seriously, why am I still waiting on chapters? And you're like, fine. And then you got back into it, but... <laughs> You know, I, I think it always happens for me, like the, it's the third act or the third quarter, second act where it's like, I always get kind of hung up in there where it's just like, oh, this is dragging on forever. I need a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I totally get that too. And I get that, you know, when you're sick, you don't want to write and things like that. So I'm not going to be all like, hey, you need your 2000 word count today. You know what I mean? If you're over right. there with a freaking migraine or throwing up, I'm not going to yell at you. But if you're feeling good... <laughs> Right. I expect the words. You know, yeah, even if you if see I images to... on Instagram where you're out like partying in the backyard, um, excuse me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. So, no, yeah. I even have an alarm set for one of mine that I do every day. I send her a message at like 10 o'clock at night, which is like 11 o'clock her time because she's a night owl. All right. So how many words did you get? You know, and she'll send me a little screenshot of her word count almost every day. So. You, you usually know how many I've done because I usually send you the chapter. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, the next two chapters are on your Kindle. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so of all the things that you do do, because you, you have quite a list of things that you do now, what's yes. your favorite thing to work on? I like playing in the graphics. I like yeah. being able to pull out the quotes and make it make the book... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but um, like taking aspects and, and, and figuring out how to use that for the images. So I don't necessarily, I would, I hate making them if I have not read the book. Right. Because I want it to match. So that's my. Yep. I think the authors would too. Well, and some of them do, but some of them like the plain Jane, like just take the background blur, you know, or take my cover, blur it out, put some graphics on it. It's fine. 
you know, for me, sure. I want to be able to say, you know, Autumn's in a graveyard, so I want to find a chick in a graveyard, you know what I mean? Or, you know, right. she's whatever in this big, huge mansion in a room, and I want to be able to find that picture to put with it. Right. So kind of bring the, the images to life a little bit compared to the story. So that's probably You're my favorite. kind of like my husband that way, because Colin likes that as well. He, he's the, the big crazy let me record this whole book trailer yeah, live action i'm not doing that I, i'm not doing videos <laughs> I, I might do like the easy weird like the words come across the screen the words come across the screen here's your book cover mm-hmm. yeah that, yep. that's as far as my movie trailers will ever go <laughs> so I, I disagree with you 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 are also an actor oh shut up i have two lines <laughs> in one ad and one little I, snippet <laughs> i have like two lines as well what are you talking about <laughs> You have a whole scene. If you consider a scene as like two lines, sure. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's going to be cute. I love it. It will. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. If we can ever get the tech stuff taken care of. So, uh, What's something that a PA, any PA or just you, whichever, would absolutely not work on for an author? Colin was curious about this one because he was like, I wonder, is there anything that PAs just wouldn't want to do? Um, obviously I'm not going to write the book for you, but other than that, (laughs) I, I, I can't think of anything. I mean, I've even gone and found like one of my authors wanted to to turn her business into an LLC. So I went out and I searched in her state how to start this and the process. So I can't think of anything that they would ask me to do that I wouldn't at least attempt to do. So if someone went, Hey, would you take over my financial stuff and just like sort through my QuickBooks thing and get it like, um, reconciled every month you'd be like sure yeah really yeah oh my god I might have to think about that one because I hate doing that <laughs> yeah, we even have a um, I hate a book it in the, I have a book in Kayla's room that's actually QuickBooks for dummies so if there's anything that I can't figure out I have the book for it awesome I will I will definitely be keeping that in mind oh yep yeah, and every month learning, I'm like, oh you know face <laughs> learning the ads you know I've started learning those a little bit and I like watching the numbers move and, and, you know, I want to know how the algorithms work. And so, but then again, when I started going back to school, I started taking with accounting classes. I was going to be an accounting major. So I have, yeah. So my first like two semesters of getting my AA were nothing but cost accounting and accounting business financials. And so that kind of stuff, I didn't stick with it because it's boring, but <laughs> it is I can't I imagine do. what you're talking about. What? I, yeah. Right. You know, but why do you I think do I don't want to do it? <laughs> I do know the basics for it. So yeah, I would do that. Awesome. <laughs> oh boy. For me, it's just, it's like, Oh, the thing I dread every single month. I hate it. And it's not yeah. that it's hard. It's just that it's putsy and it takes away time. It's like, Oh, it does. It does. You know, and as far as other PAs, I'm sure they have their little things that they probably don't want to do. I know the newer the PA, the less that they'll want to do because they're scared. So, you know, I I asked them actually yesterday, I was like, you know, if if I were to start a class to teach you how to become a PA, what would you want to learn? And the first thing out of their mouth was newsletter swaps because they didn't even understand what it was. Wow. Okay. Because most of them reader fans sure that are just being brought in and they don't understand that newsletters have these swaps in them you know so of course well, that's kind I of the point we want it to look like it's a recommendation <laughs> which right. it is but it, at it the totally same time 
Yeah, they, they didn't realize that there are Facebook groups you can go to and that there are other PAs you can ask and, and things like that. I think they think you actually have to go to each individual author and ask them. Okay. Which in some cases you do. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I have done that. Yep. But I think most of them actually believe that it's very intimidating something to do and it's not. So. Right. Because most, I think either you're dealing with an author or you're dealing with their PA anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you know, talking to a friend anyhow. It's like just, right. hey, is your author interested in this sort of thing? Because yeah, they got a book coming out. Right. <laughs> you know? Right, for sure. So what, with your authors that you have, what's the, what do you think everybody's looking for when they first come to you? Like, is there one specific thing where they're like, oh my gosh, Jenny, I need the, my PA to be able to do this because I am just so busy. What, what do you think that is? It would be social media, posting on social media and newsletter swaps. They absolutely yep. do not want to do that. Yeah. You know, but I have found like the, the higher up you go. So when you're first starting, everything seems crazy. You don't want to do that. Totally get it. But once you find your rhythm and you find that your PAs will do other things, you mm-hmm. want to end up interacting with your fans more. I think yep. personally, you know, it just from what I have found in the different, cause I have people, I have clients from that. They may only get five or six pre-orders up to ones that get 2000 pre-orders each book, you know? So I, right. I have definitely a variety of what's going on here. The higher up you go, the more they just want somebody to almost reassure them. You know, they just want somebody to say, you're not alone. You can do this. You know, make sure you do your taxes on this day. Make sure, you know, don't forget you have (laughs) this book coming out that you scheduled six months ago. You know, I mean, just to keep them on track more than anything, because they're making a buttload of money and they're kind of scared to let you even look at their ads and stuff because there's so much money going into it. They're like, well, what if they steal your stuff? You know? I get it. Sure. I would never do that, but I get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, well, and it's, it's a lot of data too. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, once you start getting into ads, it's, you're, you're looking at things like keywords that are working really well, authors that are working really well for targets. Yeah. You're seeing ads that are working really well, the way that uh, an ad is like put together in yeah. general. I mean, all, all of those things are in essence, kind of like um, trade secrets, unless you for go sure. for like a, an ad um, class where they're teaching these things to you. Mm-hmm. And even then it's like, you know, sometimes super expensive. Yeah. If someone were thinking about hiring a PA, what are the average costs that they would like kind of think of when it, I know, I know you have like the gambit because you have so many different authors where it's like you do little things for one author and you do a ton of things for another author. But right. if, if you were just going to take like the average person who is just starting out, who has not ever hired a PA before, maybe, what would you say to reassure them that, you know, this is still a step that they can take? You know, I try to work with in each other, everybody's where they're at. So if you're just starting out and all you want me to do is post on social media and do your newsletter swaps, I generally charge like 150 bucks. Generally, that's pretty cheap. You know, I, I get that you have to go get it at your books edited and, and all this stuff, but. So I is that a week, too. a month, a month. swap? Okay. No, God, a month. <laughs> if all I'm doing is newsletter swaps and that is it, just newsletter swaps, putting those swaps into your newsletter, it's 50 bucks a month because I'm not having to go out and find memes. I'm not having to make graphic images, any of that stuff. 
Yep. Super fast, super easy. It's like one hour, one day a week. I'm good with that. If you want me to be at your beck and call and pretty much do whatever you want, average, we'll say me, not a newbie, not, a, not, not one that's super experienced or whatever, I generally max out my budget at, at $300. Okay. I feel that's pretty, I don't know if this is average throughout everybody. Because when I was hired with one of my authors, she says, oh, well, I was paying $700 for somebody who did half of that work. I'm like, dang, I really should be charging more. Wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? But I don't, I don't want to be so outrageously priced that nobody, I want to be able to help everybody. You know, anybody, sure. it doesn't matter. I want to, I want to be able to have them be able to afford me. So. Right. Right. But keep in mind, you're still one person, so you don't want to burden yourself out either. Well, and I don't. Are you kidding me? I took a nap sure. for like half the day yesterday. So, I mean. <laughs> well, that's good. Good. And if I do get overworked, I do have a, a daughter that is taking over some of the responsibilities and who is also bringing her own stuff in too. So, right. like, I'm not approved. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't proofread. I guess, okay. So, yes, there are things that I won't do. I will beta read and I will tell you what I think and I will do all that kind of stuff, but I am not an editor and I am not a graphic designer. So I would not make your covers. Yep. And, and I will not edit your book. So those are two things that personally I would not do. Now that I think about that question from like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> it's On the all other good. Hand, I do know people who can do that. So therefore I would still offer it if they needed me to. Sure. It just wouldn't be me personally doing it. So got it. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. The averages for the most part. So like if, if you're brand new and you're looking at it, you could ha hypothetically have a PA working with you at $50 a month and then mm -hmm. work your way up as you mm -hmm. start to gain more exposure or gain more royalties and right. start becoming a, a more successful author. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. So that's, I hope people are listening to that because it's very important. I think there's a lot of people out there who think that it's so um, out of their reach to work with someone or have, have that kind of support network, even if it's just one thing that they yeah. really don't like doing. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, yeah. it really, it, if it's something you don't like to do, it takes time and it, it's like you drag your feet because you don't like to do it. And so when you hand it over to someone else who maybe it's not their most favorite thing in the world either, but it's something that they enjoy maybe a little more than you and they don't have a book <laughs> sitting there, you know, glowering at them saying, Hey, write me. Yes, <laughs> at yes. least there's that. So, you know, and I, and I am a part of a huge network now. This, this group chat is just crazy that have newer PAs that would not necessarily charge as much as I would but they have our support too. So if there's something that they don't know how to do, they have gotten to know that all you got to do is ask one of the elders and we'll help. We'll walk them through it. You You're know? an older and not an elder. Yeah. I'm an older. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, tech to, and it's crazy because a lot of people, a lot of PAs are really just starting out. The ones that have been around are booked. You can't get into yep. them, you know, but they have no problem helping the, the newer ones. So Fantastic. I'm just saying, you know, I have, I have ones in, in this group that one has been doing this for like three or four years. And we have one that literally signed up and she's like a week old, you know, I mean. Wow. Yeah. So, so she's a baby. She's a baby. <laughs> yep. If there are any authors who are listening to this podcast episode, 
and they are looking to hire a PA and yes. they think, oh my gosh, Jenny sounds like fabulous. Where yes. would people want to go to look you up? Well, I have a website, betweenthemargen.com, M-A-R-J-E-N. Um, yep. Or I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, it doesn't matter. Just put in Jenny Bodle and I pop up. Oh, yes. So. And it'll have PA behind it, so you'll know exactly you got the right lady. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. We will also make sure to post links in the podcast notes so that if you do want to go and, and check her out or check out her website, uh, she'll be out there on in the transcript and show notes. So make sure that you yeah. come over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 41 to be able to check all that stuff out. So yep. Jenny, do you have anything else for, for authors who are looking to increase their publishing speed or just looking to hire a PA? You know, even if you don't want to hire me, get to know your PAs, ask them some questions, see if you mesh, because a lot of times you have to find the right one that fits with you. So absolutely, not, not everybody can get along with everybody. And there's definitely different personalities out there def, you know, that work together and work against each other. So you guys need recommendations. Like I said, I'm a part of a group that has literally like probably over 50 author or PAs in it right now. So, and so I'm just kind of, awesome. some definitely are more outspoken and, and talk lots in this group. And then there's the ones that are just like, hi, I'm here. Here's a swap. You want to swap? And that's the only time you hear from them. So there's definitely different types of people out there and you just need to find the one that fits best for you. And I can personally attest to that. I mean, before, before I finally tapped you and said, Hey, look, would you be interested in doing this? I think I tried out something like three or four different PAs and I had one who was super, super duper close. Like I, I probably would be working with her if you would have said no. And the other ones, it was just like, Nope not going to work. This is not, this is not going to work at all. And yeah. so, and it's mostly for me, at least it's mostly the um, conversation dynamic. Like if they're not willing to talk with me as the author and want to get to know me and my style and what it is I'm looking for, and they just want to like go off in their own little world, do their own thing. And that's it. It's mm -hmm. like, it didn't work for me because I right. wanted to be able to have that relationship. And I mean, it would help that you and I already had a relationship, but well, yes, but still it's nothing like it is now. I mean, we were friends. Yes, but we are, yeah. it was nothing like we are now. So no, for sure. You're practically family now. Right. Well, hello. <laughs> you threw me a birthday party for Christ's sakes. I mean, <laughs> right. And you, I bet you still haven't worn that sash. <laughs> nope. I have not. I should put it up though. So it's like on the picture behind me or something. There you go. So, yeah. For our Facebook lives this winter. I am totally fine with that. Uh, let's work with that. Well, Jenny, thank you for being here today and talking about um, this whole concept of being a PA and how it helps authors to be able to increase their publishing velocity, I guess. Uh, I don't know, all of it. Because it's like, I don't know how to describe it if people don't really realize that what they're doing is rapid releasing. But yeah. it's rapid releasing, guys. Come on. So, <laughs> Oh, one more thing I want to tell you before, say to all the other authors out there before... Do not get overwhelmed. The first like week that you work with them, it's gonna you're gonna wonder what the hell did I just do? Because <laughs> they need all your username and passwords, or for you to add them as admins and get all your book covers. It, it is a lot of work in the very beginning, but once you yes. get past that, you're golden. So as you can see, Jenny and I have a very laid back kind of relationship. She truly is a best friend, and as are her daughters. When I first hired her last August, I knew she'd be a good fit for me personally. I was looking for someone who was a reader first, but who had the skills to help me increase my engagement and reach. 
I actually got a lot more than I bargained for. Her business background and communication style is just like my own. In fact, we often get asked if we're sisters, which is totally hilarious. And everything that she's able to do and has brought to the table has really, in a way, made me realize just how much getting her help and her insights were crucial to the advancement of my business as an author. But overall, I can tell you that if I could hire Jenny and keep her all to myself, I would. Right now, she helps me with some of the most crucial aspects of my author business, things ranging from social media, which I don't often have time to do, all the way to beta reading, and for sure helping me plan some of the more intense aspects of marketing my books. Hopefully next year, I can add more to her workload and steal maybe a little bit more time back from those other authors. So now I want to take the discussion online. Hop over to the Author Revolution Facebook group and let me know what you think about hiring a PA. Do you work with one already? How's that going for you? Or have you been on the fence for a while wondering if it's the right move? Whatever the case is, I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to download the transcript from today's episode or check out any of the links to the items that we discussed today, like Jenny, for instance, her website or profiles, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 41. As a final reminder, this podcast episode is sponsored by the Windhaven Witches. The Windhaven Witches is a rapid release series that will be coming at you starting September 15th. If you're a fan of supernatural mysteries and mythology, this is the series for you. Secret Legacy Book 1 is only 99 cents wherever books are sold. Ebook form, of course. In addition, 50% of the royalties from that book are being donated to the American Cancer Society. Head over to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Apple iBooks today to pre-order your copy. All right, my writerly friends, that's it for today. Until next time, go forth and start your author revolution.